Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. The Lions getting ready for week four of the NFL season. 0-3, Russ Dart, but that's all right. We're turning the leaf. It's October, baby. That's when Dan Campbell's going to step up, right? If you're drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, you certainly believe it. On the episode, we'll be previewing that week four game where the Lions are traveling to Chicago as underdogs. And we'll have Deuce entering the Lions' set. If you don't remember him, we had him on a couple of years ago. So he's, I believe, our first re-entry into the lion's den so get ready for all that um and just thank you to everybody for listening we really appreciate it i know 0-3 but you're sticking with it you're drinking the kool-aid if not start doing it baby don't worry there's a lot of things to like about this team so sit back relax grab your kool-aid it's time for the time this is drinking the blue kool-aid we're lifelong lions fans Bob. All right, let's go, Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor. Hey, let's bite some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ. A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind. Rudd Dog. This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. Then I'm Big Z. It's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a season. We'll be drinking the blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions, thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid, fans. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. It is September 29th. Oh, man, the end of September. The Lions winless through this month, but that's all right. October is a brand new month, brand new Kool-Aid to drink, baby, um, as we head into the the second quarter of the season, pretty much. But before we do that, the Lions will be traveling to Chicago this weekend. We'll get into all that. Uh, and someone entering the blue Kool-Aid, uh, or the entering the Lions den, I'm sorry. But let's you found someone brave enough, <laughs> see? Entering the blue Kool-Aid. We did. We did. It, you know, oh, it's boy. tough. We go out there, a lot of people don't want to enter, but we found He only thinks brave he's enough. brave enough. <laughs> we'll get all that in a second, but before we do, um, let's introduce the blue Kool-Aid crew. So on Big Z. Let's go around to the rest. We got UJ. Hey, everybody. Rudd Dog. Yo. And then uh, traveling in the car right now, Connor. Yo. All right, gentlemen, uh, before we get to the Lions, and just really quick, Jamie Collins gets released by the Lions. No trade value out there. Um, What do we what do we think about that? Uh, I mean, did you expect us to get trade value for Jamie? I was hoping for a seven. I thought we might get a low pick for him, but 
Yeah, I, th- I yeah. thought we might get a seventh as well, uh, but I, I, he must be really worthless around the league. <laughs> a, I bet the Patriots. And pick him there, up, is there any doubt that he's going to end up on the Patriots? None at all. None at all. <laughs> yeah, right. no. he probably will. Uh, yeah. No so I, I don't think any of us are sad to see him go. His effort was not up to par, I would say, uh, for the first two games of the season. He did recover a fumble, but it literally fell into his lap pretty much in the first play of the season. Uh, so. But Jamie Collins, the Lions, by the way, now have $55 million uh, or a little over $55 million in dead cap space, easily the highest in the league, which is (laughs) pretty insane. And if you hear that chuckle, that is our Bears fan. Uh, So let's get into it. So now we're going to move on to entering the Lions' den. And entering the Lions' den this week. We a returnee. We don't have too many returnees. He might be the first, maybe yes. the second. I can't remember. Just uh, had someone else. Uh, a couple. You know, you, you lost a leg uh, last time, a few bites and a few scratches, but you you've recovered. Uh, it's been a couple of years, but now we got Deuce. Uh, or you want to go by Deuce? Or what do you want to be introduced as? Yeah, we'll go as Deuce. All right, Deuce, Deuce. Uh, Bears fan. Deuce. Uh, I've known him for a long time. Uh, <laughs> And he, he knows the pain uh, that I've gone through as a Lions fan, especially. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, Deuce, welcome uh, again yes, well to Lions Den. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, Deuce, you know, man, the, the Bears have gone through some stuff. Well, let's, let's start with this news about them moving out of Chicago to Arlington Park, a, a, a north – is it a west suburb, northwest suburb? Northwest. Uh, just, uh, yeah, northwest, just yeah, northwest suburb yeah. of Chicago where the old racetrack was. Uh, how do you feel about the Bears moving out of Chicago potentially? Kind of good. <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, what does it matter? It's just it's more space for them to actually have the whole thing. They'll do the same thing that the Ricketts did with with Wrigley, and the McCaskies will make money hand over fist. They'll be happy, and the same underperforming team will be put out there week after week. <laughs> and honestly, I don't see much changing. Just location. Yeah does it does a new does a new stadium help uh, you find a quarterback? <laughs> uh, hold up, you know we've got a quarterback. We've got oh, a okay. future three serviceable quarterbacks. And Andy Dalton, you know, come on. None Nick of them Holmes is still there. None right? of them are functioning too well. Nick, yeah, Nick Foles <laughs> is still there. That's right. And uh, according to your head coach this week, uh, any of them could be starting by the end of, by Sunday. Yeah, which is a bizarre yeah. comment. I think they're going to draw straws. Short All straws I know is there's start. a lot of upside in that pile of QBs. There is. There. Give us you your thought. What? what are your thoughts on Nagy? Is, is, if the Lions win, is he gone? I feel like a lot of Bears fans might be rooting for the Lions this week just so Nagy can get well, They are. I was never a Nagy fan, but I was, I was a Nagy apologist, I would say. And <laughs> give him a lot of credit, even though just the team that they've you know had, been at least 500 for the past three seasons has just been awful terrible production all the time and there's a flash during that rams game even though the rams they didn't do much against the rams they were moving the ball decently and it felt they like were. oh maybe this is something like maybe maybe this is starting but then immediately he just abandoned that they against the browns they should have gone with that same strategy of a bunch of quick outs and keep moving forward Instead, they said, no, we're going to give Justin Fields no time in the pocket and have everyone run 10 to 15 yards down the field and then just fail miserably. Or if you're Justin Fields, 10 to 15 yards backwards. 
Exactly. <laughs> and the fact that he just, he can't make an adjustment. He can't see his own failure in real time is almost comically impressive. Are you talking about the Lions right now? Past? That's oh, I mean, <laughs> the Lions, th- that's a different type of failure. Like you'll fail miserably in the fourth quarter after showing that you're going to try for three quarters, at least right away by eh, 12, 10, just 10 minutes past noon this week. We knew immediately this game is they are going to flounder. There's no point in even trying, but the defense held him in. The only thing Nagy does well is just lets the defense kind of be on their own. And then he goes and tries to absolutely jeopardize the offense in every possible way by not playing to anyone's strengths. So I'm Maybe Nagy wants Nagy to lose. Yeah, he might. I there's a chance that maybe he just wants to get out of the team. He's, he's made this money. Hey, are yeah. you worried? Are you worried that uh, they're going to ruin Justin Fields? I mean, hundred percent. I, I, I did not like to see you get him in the draft. I that I didn't like to see that, but because uh, I was worried he might be a good quarterback actually in this league. So, I mean, uh, after that first outing, though, oh my God, he he just got destroyed. I'd I'd be worried that they're going to ruin this kid early. Not a doubt. I mean. You just kind of assume they will. Like the Lions are going to lose in double <laughs> so minutes. I love oh, yeah. they They've shown no ability to do it ever. I mean, the, gen, the general joke amongst Bears fans at this point is just, oh, bring Sid Luckman back from. You want you want color to come out of retirement. No, trade for Mitch. Uh, Mitch is available. <laughs> yeah, yeah, As a Lions, a actually, the Lions like not seeing Mitch Trubisky there because Mitch Trubisky yeah. actually lit up the Lions. Uh, the Lions Rex, killer. Rex Grossman on a good day. <laughs> but, who's your favorite uh, Who's your favorite Bears quarterback of all time in your lifetime? You're 30 years old. You're an old man. <sighs> Thanks, Zach. Uh, <laughs> it'd be Jay. Jay for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's never was the great list, list to choose from. Yeah. Jay Keller is awesome. Not a great list, but at least a long list. A very long list. <laughs> But yeah, I would say officially I'm I'm out on Nagy. If he if he I hope he gets round. What about Connor. Ryan Pace? So I mean what I know the field. What's that, Connor? Go ahead. I'm saying what about Ryan Pace? Are you still in on him? Or is he out too? I'm iffy on that. Just because he's had a lot there's been draft busts, but your your GM's he, strategy for the offseason was trust in a second round uh right tackle from Virginia Tech that had back problems. You got rid of Charles Leto. Now you're stuck with Jason Peters. It looks like a parking cone. So I'll say to the the offensive line question, last year, in the last six games last year, they had their – after they kind of reshuffled pretty repeatedly throughout the year, Mm -hmm. they had actually came out to somewhat of a general conclusion of who was going to be a passable offensive line. (laughs) And they did do a decent job, and that's why they finished. I remember every week texting other people like, well, you know, there's still a path to this. There's still a path. There's still a path. (laughs) And you know what? They found a path to the playoffs because they were able to reorganize that offensive line. There's no depth in it, which is a huge problem, but they were able to get the pieces in place to have it make sense. The Tevin Jenkins injury, obviously huge because that's just a rotating door at left tackle now. It, yeah, but to the question of Ryan Pace, this is the Bears family where anybody, any other organization would say, get him out right now. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm like, hasn't been terrible so it's like eh. honestly it's just well you take it you're taking definitely taking the high side of uh, just because i know it, a lot of bear fans yeah. do not doesn't like he them. wear naggy around his neck though as the gm it's his higher right? I, 
I think he'll end up getting rid of him pretty soon. But the thing is, I think he knows at this point he's tied to Nagy, given that they did have the one season of success and then have just kept falling down and somehow remained the, – the word isn't competitive. I don't know what it is, but somehow remain in contention in the league. Okay. It's ridiculous, but at this point he has to be tied to Nagy because otherwise then he's gone for sure. And I, I'm sure the McCaskies and ownership say the same thing of – this is your shot. You either do it now or you're, or you're done. So yep. bears, bears never fired a coach during the middle of the season. Correct. No, it's a very classy organization. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Classy. That's a good word. Yeah. That is a good uh, so what do you think about the upcoming game here, Deuce? Uh, and the Lions are two and a half point underdogs playing in Chicago this weekend. Usually the Lions have been playing like around like early December, uh, in Chicago, so they get to escape kind of that winter weather. Also, if you move that new stadium, it's most likely going to be like a retractable roof or something like that. So there might not be Chicago weather uh, anymore in the future for the, these games. Oh no, just let a little bit of snow fall in. Just for the, <laughs> the, the like, snow. Point, yes, please. You're not going to get that lake attract. Lock out the window. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know what? Honestly, the Cody Parker game might not have happened had it wasn't by the lake. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But anyways, <laughs> this game, uh, this upcoming game here. But no, so with this one, I don't know. I'm just assuming at this point the Bears are going to lose because they've shown nothing this year. That... <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, wait, you're supposed to be He's trying to get out the Lions then alive, gentlemen. He's trying to leave with his life. Let the man speak. The Bears are going to lose, but the question is, who will lose harder? <laughs> because the Lions have an unbelievable knack for losing. It is an almost impressive thing in games where the Bears should go in with all statistics, all rationality. The Bears should lose. Somehow Vegas still has them figured as the overdogs, which doesn't make any sense except for the fact. What's an overdog? Not the underdog. <laughs> the dog on top. Another word for favorite, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the correct word. <laughs> you Bears fans need something like our Kool Aid because, wow. It's like. It, what color would it be though? It'd be like it's just I know, but black like, or something. The overdog always the overdog. That's what it is. Who wants to pick on like the kid who's already down and beating <laughs> himself up? I mean, come on. Yeah, What's no. I'm just saying they're a bad team, but <laughs> the same bad team who I've had no faith in the past three years has still found a way to at least end up eight and eight. Yeah. So every time I think they're gonna lose. You should fade me and put all your money on the Bears because it doesn't make sense that they continue to be as prosperous as they are. They've had a 4-12 and roster for three years now and have won 28 games out of 48. So, I mean, they, they, I mean that defense is still pretty legit. Um, yeah. Especially as long as you have Khalil Mack on the line. It's just the offense. The Bears, it's the same old story they're, for the Bears every year. Exactly. It's the only difference this year is that they're not getting the same turnovers that they did in previous years. And right. there's so yeah. many games that were determined in the past three seasons where it was truly one turnover from the defense and giving them good field position that you get two in a game, you get six points out of field goals. That's been the tide turner this whole time. The defense is still there. Eddie Goldman is – Apparently, just doesn't want to play anymore. Yeah, that's that's weird. What's going on with him? But uh, he took the year off last year for COVID and just maybe enjoyed his retirement. That's <laughs> He's like I like this. Not bashing my skull in every weekend. <laughs> yeah, like he probably thought clearly for the first time in a while and was like, "Oh, eh, 
I'd, I'd rather see my family. But I don't know. Maybe the my final score prediction is going to be Bears seventeen, Lions three. If that's uh, I thought you said the Lions, were, the Bears are going to lose. You're all Bears over the now. place. They probably will. But <laughs> when I said that, I talked myself into the fact that they might win. Just a pure, you got the luck of the Lions. I, I think Jared Goff is trash, and probably three pick sixes. So maybe twenty-one points. Well, we well we <laughs> obviously the defense scores all the points. Okay. Yeah, we obviously right. disagree hey, with you completely. Jeff, I got a question to ask you. Though. Go for it, Jack. On a scale of one to ten. One being that you pee your pants just a little bit, and ten being you 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 have to stay safe behind the Bears' offensive lines with Jason Voorhees chasing you. How uh, how scared are you of the Lions this weekend? Aren't those basically the same option? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I would. Just, I always probably... advise just roll with just pick one. Yeah, you just gotta pick one. You just gotta go. <laughs> I'm going go with Jason Voorhees because I'm not going to embarrass myself by peeing in pants. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so ten. Very scared. Very scared. Very scared. <laughs> very scared. <laughs> uh, UJ, did you have any other questions or Connor? Um, I don't know. No, not right now. Sorry. It's hard to think. <laughs> While I'm on the road, I'm like, you know, kind of focused on that, but. I, the pace question was my only real question, so. I got gotcha. you. I guess, I guess for now. <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, all right, so. Oh, you're good. You're good, man. Um, so, uh, Deuce, you know, we, we don't agree with you on your prediction at all. Um, if you want to sure. hear our prediction, you know. Lunacy. S- stick That's to the end I of the podcast it. if you wish, but. Jeez. I'll say that I'll ask this before I head out. We thought we had hope for you, you know. You, you said they were gonna lose and then yeah. turn it around. But the Lions are gonna lose harder. If if there are negative points allowed in football, <laughs> plus you're not scared of Dan Campbell coming in the Chicago. I've seen I've Cover seen your kneecaps. Cover your kneecaps. I've been wearing knee pads since week one. Just in general. <laughs> when I went to the airport this week, it was very awkward because they had to flag me down like What's on your knees, sir? But Dan Campbell's chasing me at all times. <laughs> but the one thing, I figure Nagy's going to probably transfer play calling over to Bill Lazor. We've heard this before. We have. And those last six games last year, I'm holding on to those last six games like it's my dying breath. Because <laughs> the only thing that I can think of, like, well, maybe. Including the playoff game against the Saints where you scored, what, seven? Yeah, we're not it, I think Nagy took that one back. <laughs> but that was just it they're a miserable team that's miserable to watch, but sometimes they make you happy. All right. Yeah. Well we'll we'll leave it there you we'll it. leave it there with you. Uh Deuce, thank you so much for entering the Lions then. Uh no luck to you this weekend and uh <laughs> travel safely. <laughs> Time to go back to the asylum now, Deuce. <laughs> See you guys. Put the jacket on. Crazy. That's All right, crazy. gentlemen. Well, thank you to Deuce uh, for <laughs> re-entering the Lions. Then our first uh, re-enter yeah. that we've had. Well, isn't that the definition of insanity? You know, doing something over and over again, expecting different results. What about us on this uh, podcast? Ooh. Oh, no one said we were insane. I mean, we had fun, though. 
Don't ask the questions <laughs> you don't want answers to, Big Z. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways, so the Lions, two and a half point underdogs this weekend in Chicago. What do we need to do against this Bears defense? Uh, th- that's It's still a really legitimate defense, but giving up t- over 200 yards rushing to the Browns last week, I think that's where it starts for the Lions here. Establish a yeah. run game. Yeah. Get this defense back on their toes. Uh, and then... Yeah. Do what we've done good. Throw the tight ends and running backs. That's literally the only thing that's worked so far through three games this season. But are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you. We got to get that running game going big time. Uh, uh, a lot of DeAndre Swift early and often. Uh, you know, mix Jamal in there too. But uh, yeah, we got to get them the ball in his hands a lot and uh, run that clock too. Uh, I think our defense will do okay against their offense. But yeah, it's up. It's the key is going to be us scoring some points, getting some points mm-hmm. on the board. So yeah. I think we'll do it through through the run game. I agree. I would say. I mean, that's our starting point. That's our strength on offense, right? That's where we yeah. start. So it's nice that it looks like this could be a good matchup in that realm. Though I do want to see them get make a point to uh, get receivers involved earlier in these games and showing that we can be a threat there. You know spreading out the ball a little bit more yeah a couple early shots would be nice to see yes connor i'd like to see us wear them down i mean the bears do have a good defense but they're also a little older and i think if we have some long sustained drives where we don't run game i think we can start to wear them down and maybe open the game up a little more in the second half and that goes back to keeping golf safe too we haven't given up any sacks this year i think we can keep doing that should be okay. I think golf will be fine in Chicago. Absolutely. And a big matchup I'm looking forward to um, this upcoming weekend is Sewell against Mack or Sewell against Quinn. Those are both two really good oh, yeah. defensive ends. Uh, been around the league a long time. Successful. So it'll be a really good matchup uh, there, at least for Sewell. Now, Matt Nelson, can he hold his own against either of those? That's that what I was... might be the bigger question uh, on the edge at the very least. And then Akeem Hicks, of course, he have up the middle for this team. But I like I like our chances, at least, with Big V and Ragnow. Uh, Jonah Jackson still has something to, to prove this season. Yeah. yeah, he's had some ups and downs, Jackson. But but I really do think really it starts at the run game. Uh, you do not want this Bears defense pinning their ears back. That's where the Browns had no. success last week. It, mm. The Browns, were, it was a little ugly. Like their, their receiving core isn't great either. They did get Odell back last week. But ultimately, they won that game throwing screen passes to Kareem Hunt or swing passes out to Kareem Hunt. And just running the ball down their throat with Chubb and Hunt. I mean, you that's know, that's good. a play we need to learn how to do is a screen pass. For some reason, even during the Stafford years, we were never great never. at screen passes. I don't know why. I don't know why, but we should be good at screen passes. They're going to be. Yeah. They blitz a lot. They have a strong rush. We need to to perfect the screen. Well, I think we've seen some good ones from this we team like, this year. Yeah, I think we've seen better success so far. It's the receivers that uh, we've seen big downgraded. I was going to say, it seemed like previously we had the receivers for a great slot system, but it just never, like even with Tate or whoever, Theo Riddick, it just wasn't ever working. That was bizarre. But I agree with you, Jay. Right. So, and then let, let's move it over to the other side of the ball. Defense, the big improvement last week against the Ravens. Now mm-hmm. it, it's probably a step back in terms of an offense that we're going against, especially their past few performances um i mean if the lions get more than 20 points is that considered uh a bad performance against this type of offense well, i mean what what do we look at i mean there could be like a, a garbage time touchdown at the end but 
<laughs> in what under what circumstances are we giving up 20 points when we're not getting as many points? I think if we give up more than 21, I'll be ashamed. This is a Bears offense that hasn't scored a touchdown offensively um, in seven quarters. I think I think they did on the first drive against the wow. Bengals, but other than that, it's been it's been extremely ugly from their end. And this is a rookie quarterback. Um, I, I think Aquara, he he played pretty well in the game last year against the Bears. This is an arguably worse offensive line, definitely a worse left tackle, uh, going from Charles Leno yeah. to the the. Really, really old and really, he shouldn't be on the NFL roster, Jason Peters. Aquara needs to step up this week because that's what the Browns yeah. did. Miles Garrett, I mean, Aquara's not Miles Garrett. I'm not saying he is, but Miles Garrett won pretty much every rep against Jason Peters last week, and that was a big reason why uh, the Browns are so successful um, in terms of pressure. I just I just wonder what the Bears are going to try to do against our defense Uh it seems like a perfect matchup this week. The Bears O-line and our D-line, which is re- surging now. Uh, it seems like that on the surface, but every time I think I, kn- I know something like that, it never seems to work out the way no. I think it's going <laughs> to. So so, I, so I'm just curious what they're going to throw at us to, to mix that up or to you know slow down our pass rush because I think it's becoming quite formidable, actually, our pass rush. So I don't know about formidable, but improving. Effective. Uh, yeah. It's becoming. <laughs> I mean, we saw it. We saw it in flashes against uh, Aaron Rodgers in, against Green Bay, and then this last week, I thought they did a really good job of more or less containing Lamar Jackson with that. They did. That's right. They definitely did. did. Great job. And so, I mean, that that was really, I thought, an impressive effort. And so, I, yeah, I mean, in that sense, I think there is some formidable. Uh, you know, energy coming off this D line. I think they're starting to show that they can, you know, establish the line of scrimmage and make plays. Well, that was the word, Rudd Doug. Energy. Uh, this defense seemed to have more energy than any team I've seen in a while uh, for the Lions. Yeah. So, and and I, I really like that a lot. You yeah. know, and I like this brewing. Uh, who do you think's going to emerge as the leader between Mabin or uh, Derek Barnes? Because I, I I didn't notice Mabin more on the field last week. I mean, Derek Barnes is more of a project, I think. Like, he's going to have more ups and downs. So, I would say maybe. I, I, I would expect them to keep doing what they were doing last week in terms of uh, rotating series and getting even oh, even splits with the reps uh, because it was 28-27 last week uh, in favor of Maven. Yeah. But, so, pretty much even split in terms of reps. Maven definitely looked like the better of the two. But, I mean, Barnes is a rookie. Uh, so... The Lions are throwing a lot of young guys out there this year. Yeah, they're throwing a lot of young guys, really testing them, uh, which is exciting. And also, you know, if you're if you're looking to make the playoffs this year, yeah, frustrating. <laughs> uh, you know, double edged sword. But um, yeah, I, I, but I do think the, for the Lions to win this game, they need to have that success up front against this offensive line because that's you where know, this Bears team is most vulnerable. Yes, agreed. One more thing, I just want to say, UJ pointed out the energy. That's. I think that's part of why that D played better because th- whatever energy that uh, Jamie Collins was bringing was holding them back. I think they played better as a whole defense just without him. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I th- yeah, there's there's that holdover, you know, from the Patricia era. He, and he just seemed like a guy that didn't have a position on the field, honestly. Uh, yeah. You know, he he's not the most nimble guy. We, we saw in the Patricia era how he couldn't cover a running back. Yeah. Um, and the Lions seem to be favoring like the linebackers that have a little more speed and agility, 
Uh, mm-hmm. And Collins is kind of like, I, I guess, an Ed Rusher. I'd say he's, he's more like an outside guy. Like yeah. A, and it just it, it, it wasn't working. <laughs> well, I wish him well wherever he goes. But uh, right. also, I got to bring up, too, that remember, Flowers didn't play last week either. Now, I don't know if that was a plus by subtraction, too, that we don't want to talk about. Or uh, I don't know. And Austin uh, it looks like he's well, not practicing right now either. I don't know if he'll be back again this week, but uh, I don't know. It's something worth worth talking about. Maybe has anyone know. seen like grades on our D line? How how Austin Bryant like graded out? Uh, he was like in the middle. And if you're if you're talking about PFF grades, uh, it was like yeah. a sixty, which is a little above mediocre. Um, hmm. But and I think that was more for his run fit than his pass. Um, but Aquara grayed out really good in the pass rush. So I hope to see him uh, continue to build a role there. Romeo as a, or Julian? Julian, sorry. Julian Aquara um, in terms yeah. of third down pass rusher. Because that's Beautiful. what we kind of hoped for when we drafted him. Uh, yeah. To see that. Mm-hmm. So maybe and maybe he can build out a bigger role as a, line, a three down linebacker. But at the very least, um, he, he looked pretty good as a third down pass rusher last week. And we can continue to see him to grow, hopefully. Going this forward. will be a good team to, get Another to y- do it against. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Another young guy, though. Another young guy out there uh, we're looking for growth out of, especially on this defense. Uh, mm-hmm. The Lions have done a really good job of just trying to get rid of everybody, uh, slowly <laughs> but surely from there. And now they, they got some work this. to do with Will Harris, uh, maybe, uh, yeah. if he continues to not play up. But they continue to sing his praises, so I don't know. They have all these players in their formative NFL career, you know, years. That's right. And, so it's and here's the thing about you know all the young guys brother. getting all this time playing is that usually you want some veterans on the team to kind of advise them. But the whole line's coaching staff is like ex players, veteran That's players, true. so they kind of fill that void by having them in the coaching staff rather than on the 53 man roster. Yeah, it doesn't really. Saves that extra roster spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the old bet. Yeah, um, I got to bring up something too. Uh, uh, Anthony Lynn getting looked at by USC as their head coach. Right. Uh, uh, It'd be nice to have what him do for you a think couple about years. That? It'd be have nice. I know. I I would like some. He'd be a great candidate there though. Too, but he'd be a great candidate yeah. for them. It, I mean, I'm sure he'd get paid much more by USC than off of the mean, line. Probably. I'm sure the Lions could find a decent, a suitable replacement. Well, as long as he finishes out this year, it's all I'm worried about. Just see well, that kind will. of kind of. Yeah, I don't, and, I don't think and, there's and, any doubts he would finish out the year. I don't think it's a, you know. Bad, bad, or good either way. Sounds he, like just like sending to... signals about. A lot of people are going to want the USD job, so who knows? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. So I just thought I'd bring it up. The Urban Meyer oh, rumor is no, my favorite. Much. That Urban Meyer is going to go to USD. <laughs> <laughs> Every time there's a big college football opening, Urban Meyer yeah. is always. Literally, his first yeah. year with the Jags, the rookie quarterback, and people are spreading that rumor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, it's good. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, week two of football is in the books. And now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet only $1 on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now on your iPhone or Android and place a bet of $1 on any week game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. 
its sports book is not yet available in your state, that's okay. DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long for their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Michigan has online gambling, all right? And it could go right to your phone. So Detroit Lions fans shouldn't have to worry. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code TPPN. That's a T, two P's, and an N. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Uh, so let's anyway. move on, gentlemen, now to the final yeah. part of our week four preview. And that, of course, is Predictions. Predictions. So, gentlemen, as I mentioned, the Lions playing a noon Central, one Eastern kickoff in Chicago. Two and a half point underdogs on the road. Connor, since you're on the road, we'll start with you. Uh, what do you predict for this game? Well, as I've been driving here down I-55, uh, I've been trying to think of all the scenarios where the Lions could lose this week, and I haven't really been able to find one yet. I mean, I think. I think Goff's going to do pretty well today, especially in the red zone. I think uh, he's going to have three touchdown passes. I think St. Brown's going to get one. I think Hawkinson's going to get one. And I think DeAndre Swift's going to get one. Uh, I also, oh, I thought you were going to say No, so I also think Jamal Williams will rush for one. I think Stevens will have one big, big catch. Um, and I think the Lions are going to win this game 28-17, um, kind of comfortably. I don't think the Bears are going to pose much of a threat at the end of the fourth like uh, Baltimore did last week. So that's my prediction. <laughs> They're going to score two uh, touchdown score, <laughs> the first ever. <laughs> hmm. uh, let's good, go to you, Rudd Dog. Good uh, prediction, Connor. Uh, yeah, I think actually I think this is going to be a really good game for our defense. They're going to, you know, get a chance to pick on a, a lesser offense and uh get after it i i I see them harassing whoever they put back there whether it's fields or dalton and uh and causing some turnovers i think uh we're gonna see an interception from tracy walker i think uh a is gonna pick up another interception this week and uh julian aquara is gonna cause a for a sack fumble and uh derrick barnes is gonna run for a touchdown (laughs) <laughs> so defense is gonna go off that's all, all right. i'm saying and yeah, okay. uh that's gonna lead to us winning 45 to 7 they get one wow oh wow wow gee wow all right you're back to that's drinking all the kool-aid i think you made it like a 10 point prediction last week so man wow uh let's go to you jay Okay, uh, well, let's see. I think it will be a good day for our defense, but I think our offense will struggle against the Bears' defense. Uh, and if they're going to follow the what happened to us last week with Baltimore, uh, they took uh, Hawkinson pretty much out of the game, and I think the Bears will try to do the same thing. So I think we're going to have to count on our wide receivers having a better day. So Khalif Raymond and Cephas, I think, will have maybe their best days as pros in this game. 
I think our run game will uh, start to show effects, good effects for our team. That'll open up a couple passes downfield, and I think we might score even on a long bomb. I'm predicting one, probably to see this. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think the offense will put together a little, a pretty decent game by the end, and I think we'll score like 24 points. But I think our defense will have a day with the Bears too. So uh, I think their defense might even get a score out of this. So uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to say 24 to 10. I think the Bears right. are going to be in, in, ineffective on offense, but I and I think our, our offense will do enough, and it's going to be the rise of the Lions defense that's going to be the story here. So uh, all right, anyway, I like win. it. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm going to go with a close one though. I'm going to say 23 yeah. 21. Whew. Um, I, I do think it's close. It's tough. The Lions have a you know tough time usually when they travel to Chicago. Uh, it's always a weird up and down game. Uh, it's always it's just weird. It's always like last year's is weird. Like Aquara slapping the ball at Trubisky's hand, and then right. Allen Robinson goes out at the like one yard shy of the first down, and then they lose on a draw play. Uh, so I mean, just but. I, I think people forget Patricia was not coached there. It was Bevel. So Patricia never beat the, <laughs> the Bears. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> and especially couldn't not defend one of the, you know, worst quarterbacks in Trubisky. But Patricia could never figure out Trubisky. And may, we'll never know if Aaron Glenn could because Trubisky is no longer there, which is probably a good thing for us. Uh, so now we get the Justin Fields experience. Hopefully it's like last week's. Uh, but I think 23-21, uh, I, I do think the Bears are going to – I do think they make it interesting here for us, but I do like our matchup with them, especially our defense lining itself. We need to establish a run, though. I want. I think Swift is going to get over 20 carries this game for over 100 yards. Uh, Williams maybe like seven or eight, seven to nine carries for about 50 Swift yards. Swift rush for 100? Then, I do. I do. Uh, just because – I'm I'm basing this off Campbell's comments that we're going to see a lot more of Swift going forward. Uh, he doesn't think that they've utilized him enough, and I, I think that's going to come to fruition in this game. Um, and then a couple, I, I I think two touchdowns from Hawkinson, and then three field goals from whoever our kicker ends up being. I don't know if uh, Siebert's back yet, at least not as of this recording. I think we get Santoso for no, another week. He's perfect. Right. He's perfect on the yeah. season kicking. I love that deer in the headlights look he has too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> last week he stood on the sideline for like, or on the field for like six minutes waiting to kick that field goal. It I was know. Forever. I give a lot of credit. Shout out to him. That was awesome. <laughs> he came in and did it, man. But yeah, uh, yet again, gentlemen, we all predict a Lions victory. What? <laughs> we drink hard, hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, gentlemen, we're going to wrap up this podcast. But before we do, I just want to thank everybody for listening. And so please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please download. And please leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Yeah. Um, Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please go on there. Reach out to us with your thoughts on this upcoming game. Um, maybe the Jamie Collins release. What do you think that means? Or the $55 million of Doug Cap space. Uh <laughs> Again, that all comes off the books in two years. Uh, in two years is where we make probably the big free agent splashes. Uh, but right now, we are paying for it in draft capital and just time. But regardless, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. And last but not least, as always, go! Go! Go!
field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave, rock, 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 go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.